You're listening to the podcast for grain merchandisers by grain merchandisers. Join us in our good humored attempt to serve as a voice of reason in an industry fraught with misconceptions and half truths. And now, from deep in America's heartland, this is the Elevator's Cut. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Elevator's Cut. I'm one of your hosts, Roger Gaddis. And I am your other host, Jason Wheeler. And it's good to be back, Roger. Got the coffee brewed up. And uh, we we figured it was time to get back together and uh, do an episode. It's It's been a little bit. Air quotes around little. Yeah, yeah. So we're we are excited. We do have some some stuff to report to. We don't usually we know what the title of the episode is going to be when we start, and uh, but you know and we don't. So good job. This is, <laughs> this is the best kind. Yes. So we do have a couple of things to report coming up. Uh, we are are we speaking or what are we doing here at the at the Country Elevator Conference? CEC, which is the yearly conference that the NGFA puts on, the National Grain and Feed Association. I don't want to throw too many acronyms out here, but uh, anyways, we're we're excited that they wanted us, they wanted us to come and and do a do a session. So we are actually during the opening general session, December seventh, St. Louis. Louis. Where else would you want to be? In oh summer? my goodness, you or guys! Any other day of the year, you know how much we love the St. Oh, Louis man. area. I can't wait to breathe in the breaths and see the sights. And hey, but the good thing is, it's at the Union Station Hotel, right? Yes. Do so you love Amtrak? It's going to be perfect. So it's St. Louis government trains. Us. What else could you want? <laughs> yeah. So, anyways. If if you're pizza. if you're able uh, close enough or or able to fit in your schedule, please come out to St. Louis and meet us. We'll have a booth as well with our white commercial with our our day job people uh, and more more air quotes. Uh, and so so we'll we'll try to be hanging around. Uh, but, but come come say hi. DM us to make sure we're there. Bring your sharpies. We'll be signing, whatever. <laughs> yeah, we'll turn it out Pretty much a headshot. There you go. <laughs> so, yeah, so we'll have the session. So, we've got um, a little bit about that on the, on the Wednesday morning. Jeff Reardon, our very own Jeff Reardon. Been our, on the podcast. Yeah, yeah. Friend of the show. Banker, Friend of the show, man. Jeff Reardon. Yes. All right. And uh, we've got uh, a panel and a couple of uh, elevator merchandisers, a couple of elevator lenders, and we're going to talk about things that matter this year. Uh, in this upcoming year with the, the higher prices and higher interest rates, crazy basis, whatever it is. So, you know, it's something that's going to apply to any business, no matter where you're located at, uh, you know, in the country right now. So yeah. it ought to be good. The best part about it is we're not doing much talking. That's right. We're going to sit on each end of the stage, open up with a, you know, a quip, may or may not be funny. And then yeah. the magic will happen when we be quiet. We got merchandiser types, we got banker types, and we got accounting types all on the deal just to talk about the upcoming challenges, like you said, with high prices, high interest rates, um, things being logistic challenges. And How not, that's all and play not out. boring people on the panel. We can vouch for the folks that will be on the right. panel. It's, it's exciting. It's going to be a hoot. It'll be yeah. really good stuff. As long as we can keep them from cursing, we should be, uh, you know, it should it, be good. It can be bleeped out on the podcast because we're recording it you know it's, it's a recorded we are. Uh, live episode so 
I imagine it'll be tons of editing before it's released. It'll be way better if you're there. But if you're not there, we we are going to record it, uh, hopefully, and release it. We'll see how technical the issues. You never you never can guarantee that sort of thing. But it so it is think it's coming up on Thanksgiving season now. It's it's November, and it's a time of the year to be thankful. So we are thankful to all the people in the industry that obviously don't really listen to this show. <laughs> They've heard about us. They've they heard know what the references are. You get it. And BFS. Yeah. Everybody knows that. It's fun. No one's actually listened to that episode. Yeah. Or many episodes. Right. Maybe you listened to an episode or two on time two years ago and you're like, and that's yeah, cool. okay. You know, that, that was our seed of hope. And that's all we need. So we just appreciate that people assume that the show continues to get better while they've stopped listening and just uh, give us credit and invite us to things like this, to CEC. So we're excited to uh, to be there, be, be on the show and, and hopefully meet, hey, meet some folks. Expectations. This is all life is. This is great. That's right. So thankful. Come out and hang out. Thankful for y'all listening. And, uh, you know, we'll we'll be out there. So hopefully we can we can see you. And uh, I don't know, go on a boat. What do you do in St. Louis, Roger? Avoid murder. Yeah, you go up in the arch. You go to a Cardinals game in December. Probably not. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe Bed Bath and Beyond. I don't know. I don't know if we'll have time. But anyway, <laughs> let's uh, so let's get into some things we had to to get off our chest today. It's it's fall. We Roger and I have gotten through harvest season, which of course is the busiest time in this business. But for Roger and I specifically, a little less so, honestly. Much less. Yeah. No one wants to talk to us while they're busy. Right. And that's fine. I get it. Yeah. I got football. I to don't watch. want to talk to myself great. when I'm busy. So. <laughs> so we've been busy. But but we have, you know, Roger has stayed on Twitter and keep <laughs> kept engaging. Entirely <laughs> engaging with the community and and seeing what's going on in the world. And actually, this last couple of weeks, I've started to get my toe back in the water and go see folks because down south they're finished with harvest. So I've spent the last week or so in the, in the Delta, uh, you know, in the thriving uh, I see a, I see poverty here of you and where your travels at the end of this year. So, <laughs> yeah. From the Delta to St. Louis, <laughs> um, you know, I we can kid because we're from there. Oh, not the from, Delta. Well, not the Delta, but from the South. So <laughs> the grace of God. <laughs> Anyways, so the uh, happy Thanksgiving, Merry Christmas to everybody. But uh, but but let's get into it. So Roger, you had jotted down a few things yeah, you wanted yeah, to get so off. Yeah, there's there were some questions posed on Twitter recently that um, you know bared some deep thought and analysis, and there were very intelligent questions that deserve intelligent answers. Well, that's what this podcast is all about. If you I so I gathered a few of these. It's not exhaustive. It's just a handful. But, you know, it was, I thought it was very interesting, very thought provoking, as the intellectuals would say. Mm-hmm. So let's start off with that first. <clears throat> How do you pronounce Sif? Well, you Is it, it like Jif and Gif? Sif? Like a hard C? Yes. What is it? Well, I will get a couple of thoughts on this. Let's do it. All right. First of all, CIF is stands for cost of insurance and freight, CIF, right? So that would be KIF. 
Yeah, because that's a hard C and yeah, cost. That's what people do with the GIF GIF thing. My, but my question is a little more deeper than the pronunciation. Why? What is SIF though? It's, it's not a. You think cost of insurance and freight? Okay, that's what barge freight is. Is it what barge freight is? No, it's the bid in New Orleans, right? The SIF bid. If it's SIF Nola. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Who's she? She sounds nice. But uh Kit of the River. I got Kiff Knoll is a really that guy, a, a that guy's a hell of a football coach. <laughs> but uh anyways, um yeah, it, it is it's it's well, pronounced sift by everybody in the yeah, business. Maybe right? it's supposed to be Kiff. You know, look what's what's the background on this this tweet deal you saw? Is it somebody generally had no idea? Or and never been around it, or they no. It's in they... response to a GIF question, GIF, okay. Jeff, and I thought it was hilarious. I got you. Great. So with that settled, that we don't know. GIF, GIF, SIF, GIF. Got it. Perfect. This is like Doctor Seuss. Oh, I do know it's SIF. Next question: What does it mean to be hedged up? You, yeah, you know, this stems from you. This is I put it. You are passionate about this. Tell I put us. a hole out there. Yeah, I forget the results of it. <laughs> but you know, I think hedged up was what. Uh, no, maybe it was just hedged. It was the hedged. Word. I think one, but hedged up was Second. good. But I'm like, if you're hedged up, can you be hedged down? Is that a different thing? Like, if you're hedging via selling or hedging via buying, like what's hedged up? People say. But the other one I I hear a lot is hedged off. Mm, sounds like something you should do in private. <laughs> hedged off. He just hedged on, but I could only put four options in, so I didn't. I didn't try it. But yeah, I. I people uh, because you, you put all hedged sorts on of. and you take them off, so it makes sense to be hedged on and going hedged off. No, but when people say hedged off, they think I've I got this position now. I've hedged it off. Like you know, I bought grain. Now it's hedged off. Kind I like hedged off that role. Yeah, I, I which. You know, in in terms of price risk, you had taken it on. Now you hedge you hedge it off. You took off that price risk. Offer. I, I see it. Really? I hedged off. Um, <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Anyways, maybe we should ask the truckers. They would. <laughs> there's there's lots of. But things. you know, it, in this vein, you go straight to you see a lot. You know, risk off days. Risk off or risk off or risk on. And it seems like risk off is when markets are down and risk on is when they're up. So but if you're a sell, if you're a buyer, that's opposite. You just down, it's risk on. Yeah. Do you got chickens to feed or you got if it's up, you're risk corn off. Corn to plant, you know? So you're risking off or not? I don't know. I just know uh I know what wheat prices are doing based on the whale gifts coming out of. Uh, yeah, out that's of, white wheat. wheat. <laughs> yes, that's perfect. That's exactly what. So, that's, exactly that's all what I need. So moving on to next one. What is the difference between plugging a load and blending a load when it comes to grain? <laughs> it's a fair question because they, they, they get interchanged a lot, but they're obviously two different things. So, you know, that's a fair question, right? Plugging a load, you're, you're just, uh, that has a connotation. You're trying to uh, sneak something by, right? Also so, blending. See, also blending a load. 
So th there is one defining characteristic that sets blending a load apart from from uh, plugging a load. Let's hear it. If you get caught, <laughs> that's all it is. If you get caught, you will plug in. If you didn't, it's blending. Changed my mind. <laughs> okay. Well, no blending. So at, at least if you just just hearing the words. To me, it sounds like blending. Oh, you're just kind of, you know, mixing it in, dispersing it throughout the load so that it so that it it it, it goes versus plugging a loads like What's look you're working I, on averages here. Look, on, I know they don't do belly samples, so I'm gonna fill the front hopper with all my garbage. But it blends with what's in the back hopper in the pit. Yeah, eventually, right? Eventually, you know, <laughs> when they core that bin, they'll get it out. Second <laughs> blender doesn't stand a chance. <laughs> So that that's the answer. That's you can write that in stone. That's that's the end all be all. So the next one was again inspired by by you, and uh, well, we talked about we this talked on the about last it, episode. But you, you, we we had an actually yeah we did an episode about it didn't we? Yeah, opening calls. Opening calls. It's opening calls day. is is something, and uh, the question is, we have opening calls. Do we have opening puts? And I would say we do, <laughs> because most of the time that's what ends up happening. Yeah. Call, opening calls, opening is the uh, the right, but not the obligation to be bored to death. <laughs> 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 oh gosh! So, so perfect. So that that wraps up our potent potable section of this episode. <laughs> Which is good. That was good. Refreshing. So Ag Twitter, if you get more questions, post them, bring them to our attention. We probably won't talk about them ever, but we might. We might, you know. It's, we do like, like this where we're really struggling for content. I will, so I will say, I will say this, like um, our, our originally we thought, you know what, if we could release an episode about every other week, about average would be good. And so we're like, yeah, we'll, we'll do that. And they're like, you know, if, if they were monthly, that would be okay also, probably. And then it was just like, well, if we're here, we'll try, you know? And so here we are in November. Like, we're trying. <laughs> I think we've done nine this year. <laughs> and uh, I apologize, but... I don't. Uh, <laughs> anyways, we're, uh, we'll try and do better uh, because I enjoy I it. Better because it's highly subjective. <laughs> it's it's fun. So uh, so we'll do it. But so going back to the vein of, of, of you guys... Um, <clears throat> listening to the episodes and stuff. I mean, how many people are still listening at this one? Probably not many, but it's, but now we're actually going to talk about some basis trading stuff. The yeah, yeah. You, we actually have some meetings. If you, if you don't, you know, can't put up with the worst of me. You don't deserve the best of me. So yeah. Here we go. Last look, half, last half episode coming up. <laughs> LH. <laughs> <laughs> so here we go. So I want to talk a little bit about uh, bean basis this this fall. This harvest has been pretty wild. Lit, as the kids say. Yes. So you have the highest values that I can ever remember um, versus a harvest month being November or January futures. I mean, here in Kansas City, I mean, buck 25 is traded for immediate ship beans in November. And to put that in perspective, normally if you can get 25, 25. to 35 over in Kansas City, 
Yeah, that's a great number. About any time of the year. That's a great number to sell as a basis trader. And so you say, Rogers, like it said at harvest, and that's of course because of the spread thing, right? Sure, you see a dollar twenty-five over after a three-dollar inverse. Yeah, after a three-dollar inverse. But we we haven't seen this is the first. You know, we're just at harvest. It was versus no versus Jan with a carry from no yeah. to Jan. So these are wildly insane, and that goes back to the general idea of basis we say basis is predictable it's like well it doesn't sound like it and you guys are saying this stuff but you gotta know the definition of predictable. <laughs> well trend is your friend there we go so my thoughts in general is okay harvest um basis gets low at harvest improves to some level once harvest is over within you know 30 days or so and then follows the spreads from there all right that's the general idea now the problem is before you get to harvest that is the one that's the hardest to predict, right? So what's basis going to be at har next harvest? I don't know. You know, it's, it, it's usually we got histories and we say, well, you know, most harvests it's between 30 under and 50 under. And, but this year was like you said, a dollar over. I mean, it wasn't at harvest. We're right, kind of right. coming out of harvest, but, but, um, but it was, it was stronger than usual, mm -hmm. way stronger than usual. But once we know what that harvest value is, then the basis does do what we said from then on, but we, we don't know the starting point. Once you know the starting right, point, which right. we do now, we can make some pretty good inferences on what's a good basis this year, what's not this year, and all this right, stuff. Right, it's all relative. Yeah. yeah. So, but, you know, and, and it makes sense because at least in, you know, in the West over here, the bean crop was junk, burn up, terrible. Yeah. For I mean, for the most part, there's pockets. Uh, you get up in Nebraska, same way, you know, it was. It was pretty rough and they're, you know, 60, 70 over maybe 80. I don't know. But, you know, these processors are bidding up. But, you know, there's a lack of immediate supply or the fear of a lack of immediate supply probably has a lot to do with it. Um, and and like you said, the spreads uh, and the crush margins, historic crush margins at being processed like over oh, three bucks. It's just yeah. so they can pay whatever and they're, they will. People are like, well, why are they bidding up right now when next month is a discount? And because they don't know, you know, the crush, look at the crush spread. Yeah. Normally, if those guys can lock in a dollar crush margin, they do it. it. They jump on it because it's a dollar a little over. And now, yeah, it's 325, I heard, 350, uh, some, I think maybe it's, but definitely over th north of $3. Uh, because it's crazy if you think about like where basis, quote unquote, should be just as a pure metric of competing against other markets. Look at St. Louis, you know, a month ago, they were a buck under. And even today, you know what, forty over, yeah. forty over St. Louis, a buck twenty over KC. That covers way more than the freight to get yeah. beans from the east side of the state to the west side of the state, and I'm sure it is pulling some in. Yeah, and the other thing, of course, is the that that was the craziness this year, and we've had episodes on it with Susan and everything, but the the river being like it was 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 uh, really causing backups. And down south, I mean, you get. You get south of, you know, say Memphis, or, sorry, even north of Memphis, uh, you know, south of St. Louis, Cape Girardeau and south. Like there's no bean uh, crush like processing that's pulling any grain. So it's just a river market pretty much. I mean, not that I'm saying there are zero, but there's very little okay. bean processing south. So it's just the river. And if the river can't pull it and they were pulling beans off of barges in the south because the river had got lower and they couldn't float them anymore so they were pulling they were bringing cranes in and dumping beans on the ground in mississippi to 
to weather this, but, but the levels are back up. The, the water levels are back up, which is good. But anyways, at harvest, <clears throat> I mean, in markets where you normally, you know, you try to make 30, 40 cents net after all costs on, on beans as a commercial carrying it a few months. Year, yeah. yeah. You, you've really done pretty good. If you can do that, if you buy it just right, sell it right, you can, these guys were back to back in it for 70 cents at harvest. And I said, I say back to back, they couldn't ship it out that day, but they it's like, sales on. yeah, it's like, Hey, it's October 12th and I'm buying it here. All the farm, the farmers are selling because the money was great. Farmers are selling and I can sell for DSJAN delivery at a 70 cent premium right now. incredible and and everybody saw it. farmers too if farmers right. had space they were trying to take advantage of that and all that but uh so so the bean margins have been really good this year and like i said now they're it's they're wild. crazy high and, and, and you know everybody that's everybody's dream anyways elevator if you're not a crusher or someone has to load trains every month or whatever i want to get all these beans sold and turned into cash as soon as possible 2022 is that gift mm-hmm and obviously, the getting trucks around may be a difficult thing, but you can make the sales and get them done. Yeah, it's wild. You know, and corn's not a whole lot of different. I mean, the margins on corn this year at harvest are ever bit as good, if not better, than the beans. Yeah, and it's in been a lot of markets. It's been a big logistic crunch. You know, like I said, I've been, I've been down south and everything. It's the big, it's all the chicken markets and stuff, and they're relying on rail. Trucks are really hard to find just about everywhere. And they're relying on rail to get stuff in, but then rail gets back. And we we know we're coming up on a worker issue with with the <laughs> railroad folks and everything. So there's a lot of logistics. So these mills, especially in the south, e- even if they had plenty of trucks and and plenty of corn in the south, they just don't grow enough to feed all these right. chickens very long. And so. They rely on bringing it in in a rail. Well, the rail won't show up, and then you got to find it somewhere locally and pay the truck premiums, which are crazy to crazy actually difference. get somebody. I, I was down just talking with folks in the Delta this week, and they're like, "God, can you?" I can't. I don't want to say people's names, but they're mostly all dumb uh, uh, poultry <laughs> companies. Some of the stuff they're doing, oh, we'll buy elevators, and then that'll help. And no one knows what we're talking about there, but it's just. Anyways, they're like, you know, can they not figure it out? I'm like, I don't know. You're making a dollar off of them because they're doing this. Like, yeah, I know. But it's just (laughs) they still most of the year they're screwing up the market, you know, and pissing off people. So I'm like, I don't know. So you got to roll with the punches, man. They're a chicken company. They're not a grain company. You expect them to be experts in grain. You know, maybe we could all see where it would help them if they had a little more expertise. But, you know, chickens are their deal. So it'll go. all come out in the McNuggets, as they say. <laughs> so, anywho, so I don't know. That's the corn deal, and the, yeah. So the basis is great. So you know, everybody's got a slightly different situation. I wouldn't say vastly, but the margins this year are fantastic. And you know, it's not coming at the expense of the producer. I mean, look at their cash prices at harvest. Holy smoke! Or what they could have sold at oh, yeah. any point since last June. Crud! It's un incredible yeah sell everybody the market's telling everybody that'll listen sell now just be done with it. sell now yeah and just because people get in the trap both farmers and merchants of man you know it's fall though it's usually low and then it gets better right it might not right (laughs) you can't you can't book that but you can sell it and book uh cash monies on your 
on your thing. And, and if you need to defer money as a as a yeah, farmer, defer a it. But golly, hold your money as long as you want. <laughs> yeah, multiple years. You know, banks have those Christmas <laughs> clubs with terrible interest rates for the old people. You know, the elevators will do the same thing for me too. It's great. Christmas uh, club DP. <laughs> uh, well, hey, that's about it for for this uh, episode. We we've. Uh, we plugged in some good stuff. We plugged this uh, episode with brought full circle. We blended it. <laughs> I mean, that's what I meant to say, but blended some good stuff in here. But uh, yeah, again, the CEC thing, really seriously, you guys reach out to us if you're going to be there in St. Louis. If you're if you're not going, but you think you could come. I think come we're out. bringing three koozies to give away. So oh my gosh. If you're one of the first to show up, you know, we'll we'll get swag. And if we run out or something, just, you'll take we'll take you <laughs> that. Roger, you're heartless, man. I'll take that. I'll I'll ship it to we you. Have man. Business we love it. we can give them instead. That's right. We'll uh if we collect swag from other booths, put our sticker on it and give it away. <laughs> when I run out of stuff to give away, I'll start giving out uh cell phone numbers to like big buyers that I know. <laughs> That'll be fun. Tell them I sent you. <laughs> oh, geez. So, anyways, hope to see you there. Uh, I'll leave you with this. Uh, one interesting thing that happened this week. Roger, how many times, what's the largest amount of uh, el- elevator turns you've heard of for a truck house? At truck Harvest? House. Truck house to turn? In a home? year. Oh, in a full in year. In a full year. No, mate. Limited experience, but oh, four, four and a half. Maybe five, and I'm talking about, and but that, and probably a good chunk of that's some direct ship substitution. Yeah, well, stuff. after harvest, physical you know, turns, yeah, yeah. So, I met someone this week, and my mind is blown. So, I'll, I'm just going to tell you guys, and you can, I don't know, think about this, but 210,000 bushels of space, she ran 2.1 million bushels through it at harvest. Maths out to 10x? 10 times. Roughly? <laughs> I mean, physically, never put a scrap on the ground. That is incredible. Just just rolling at harvest. And and this is, we talked about her the logistic issue. has to love her. That's incredible. Yeah, they do a lot of repairs. <laughs> but they um, they do, is the trucking thing, right? She told me she's got a guy who's got like 50, 60 trucks, a truck worker. Obviously, she keeps them pretty busy, so he likes that. Uh she said, "Yeah, every morning gets there at five thirty. By six, uh, she's got a lo- she's she's got them loading out, and I mean, just roll. I can't. I said, I couldn't wrap my mind around hear that. It's, no. So, well, maybe you know, build some space and hang on to it a little more. Yeah. So she's getting into basis trading now, and and uh, so gonna gonna be good. But but I just." I couldn't hardly wrap That's my mind around it. Yeah. Truck so we got to have her on sometime just to tell how she takes care of her trucks so well that she has trucks. Well, she probably lets them use the bathroom. <laughs> Maybe. All right. Well, with that, we thank you guys for listening and hope to see you in St. Louis in December. Yes, sir. As always, thanks for downloading and listening. And if you haven't already, please subscribe to the podcast and share it with folks you know in the business. And if you'd like to reach out anytime about anything at all or have any show ideas, you can always find us on Twitter at Elevators Cut. Follow us there, tweet at us, DM us, and we'll always respond. Till next time, for Roger, I'm Jason. For Jason, I'm Roger. Thanks for listening to The Elevators Cut. Oh.